the rainbow way up high. There's a land that I had a what's in a lullaby. The Irish people are a musical people. I think we are known the world over for our musicality, our accents and the way we speak, the way we interact with each other. There's a musicality in the very fabric of who we are. And just because you find yourself in a situation uh, in a healthcare environment, that music shouldn't disappear and that musicality shouldn't disappear and the ability for people to engage with music shouldn't disappear. I'd always liked the idea of bringing music off the concert hall stage into the community and one of my first thoughts was what area of the community is not often accessed by music and I suppose that's where the whole hospital idea came in mind. It's not just a matter of going in and playing music. We are always observing very acutely body language, facial expression, all kinds of verbal and nonverbal communications. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the mind apart from actually doing what you do as a musician. Coping with illness, receiving treatments, recovering in hospital is a stressful time for patients and families. It's a time in which most normal life experiences are curtailed. No distractions, no trips to galleries, no concerts, no music. But what if this could change? As a musician, you're coming in to take people out of themselves for a short time. You're attempting to change the atmosphere. Um, and it's a very short, it can be a very short-lived thing, but there's moments throughout that interaction that you say, ah, something happened there. Not necessarily for me, but I could see in somebody else. I suppose that's, that's what I would say. You're there to change things a little bit. We're delighted to be here this morning with you. My name is Liam. That's Finn with the guitar. And this is Gronya. Okay. It was nice to hear you singing along. We have another song. These guys are very special people. They are people who have an extraordinary passion. An extraordinary passion for music. But an extraordinary passion for people. And an extraordinary passion for humanity. It was in April 2011 when I first sat down with Ashleen Roach of Music Network to hear about a project which aimed to bring musicians onto the wards, bedsides, daycare units and waiting rooms of our hospitals. 
Uh, Music Network is a national arts organisation. We're funded by the Arts Council and our job really is to bring live music to everyone in the country, regardless of where they are. We do that mostly through concert activity in classical, jazz and traditional Irish music. I suppose the question is, how does this relate to hospitals and healthcare and how did we end up there? Well, I suppose it goes back to that primary purpose of ensuring that everybody has access to music. And it becomes apparent very quickly that not everybody's in a position to come to their local concert venue, be that, you know, a local church or a local arts centre or whatever the situation is, they may not be able to physically come. Uh, And there are a lot of people who find themselves in healthcare environments who cannot come, so we feel the music needs to come to them. Three professional Irish musicians had been selected to take part in this project. The aim was to provide this team with the necessary skills to become trainers themselves and ultimately to share these skills across the wider music and healthcare community in Ireland. Music Network had teamed up with French organisation Music Asante and a number of other European partners on a special training programme for musicians. Rather than being music therapy, this is music for its own sake. In particular, Music Asante have been doing this work now for 20 years plus and have developed a particular approach that they call music in healthcare settings. It's a non-clinical approach, which means that we're not looking for a clinical outcome. It is purely about engaging at a musical and creative level with people. My name's Grania Hope. I'm a cellist from Meath. I freelance with Ireland's orchestras and ensembles. And for the last year, I have been training as a trainer of musicians in healthcare. It commenced last September, myself along with two other Irish musicians, Finn McGinty and Lee Merriman, and it started, the whole process started in Paris, and we were the three Irish musicians selected by Music Network to take part in the programme. My name is Liam Merriman and I work uh, full-time as a professional musician. I work uh, as a singer-songwriter, I work as an entertainer, um, but a major part of my uh, musical career over the last uh, five or six years has been the whole development of music in hospitals and health settings. I'm Finn McGinty, guitar player and uh, singer, Um, and today we're in St James's on day three of the the training, and uh, we spent yesterday afternoon uh, playing for uh, in a psychiatric setting. And it, it, there's lots of things are happening when you're on these, this training because you're taken out of your, your comfort zone. If you're used to, as a performer, you're used to standing up and playing and singing to an audience. And here, um, your thinking has to change a lot more. Having met this dedicated trio, I set out to follow them over the course of a year. Under the guidance of Philippe Boteloup and Marianne Clarac of Music Asante, the training would involve practical sessions on the wards of St. James's Hospital in Dublin. Liam, Finn and Gronio would eventually be required to spread their wings and bring a new team of musicians onto the wards.
There's many different approaches. Anyone can have to bring music in in so many different settings. As a musician, you can either play for or play with. You leave your a certain part of yourself at the door when you go into the setting. So it's no longer about you. It's no longer longer about how well I play. It's not. It's not about what piece am I going to play here. I have to play it from beginning to end. You learn that that's not possible. The setting, the sensitivity, it changes so often. Dynamics, you know. Uh, situations can't go to an emergency you could be in the middle of playing a piece there's alarms going off so it's not about you it's about you helping the patients express themselves should they wish to if they have a song they like you try and play it along with them get them to join in with you i always say it's like bringing some of the outside in that's beautiful that's a big instrument to be carrying around so i have a few little instruments for us to try out In the large dining room of the day hospital, about 30 elderly patients sit around the room ready to be entertained. What is most moving about this event is to see how a man who had lost the ability to speak could lead the chorus and become the most vocal of the group. It was clear from the outset that this would be a tough and intense year, but little did anyone realise just how difficult it would be and how the relationship between the musicians could change. One for everybody in the audience. One for everyone in the audience. While this healthcare environment has a, a purpose and it must focus on the illness or the disease or whatever the malfunction is, there is life around it, you know. And equally that goes for the well-being of the healthcare professionals involved as well and have a moment where the environment is lightened. This is all a positive, we feel. One last time for our staff. Yes, no. space as you're watching your trainers you're watching the people you're working with you're watching the 12 people in the room then you're working closely with somebody even on a very simple exercise of banging something and that person is having a conversation with you about their illness Um, and you know you you have a lot of information coming at you and you want to respond to that kindly and you want to be to be soft with that and yet you don't want to spend too much time talking about that because that's not your job and you want to encourage people to just come out of themselves and do something that they haven't done that day or maybe all week is to, to play a note. One woman yesterday didn't really enjoy playing the note and but I noticed when she played the table she was she was having a great time. She was beating out the, the rhythm of the words of a song that she didn't sing. But she was list following the words and to me that was a nice little interaction. Zing 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 goes my heartstrings. Oh it's very much a process of communication and connection. Not just performing and playing music. It's from the picture, is it? So if you want to start us off there again. Bang, 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 the So we're constantly communicating and connecting with it might be one person or it might be a group of people. And you're trying to you're trying to in a sense find the music inside the person and gently, you know, bring out their music and expression. My whole thought behind this, and whether it's paediatrics or geriatrics or anyway, is to take music off the stage 
and into the setting to two people to give them the chance to experience music live. You know, so you have all these interactions that you have, and if you want to keep the room, the time, you want to keep the space balanced. So it's a, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. He was great. You saw him straight away. Yeah, you did. The, the perfect climate. Yeah. Following an energetic session in the day unit, the enthusiasm of the musicians is palpable as they step onto the corridors and immediately begin to dissect the past hour. I love bang, bang, bang goes the yeah. trolley. The yeah. Now, did you get that? Did she yeah. come up with the words? She, 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 started, yeah. she started playing, she started the Everybody, song. Every time you go somewhere, I find you, 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 learn, you learn a song, or you say, yeah. write that one down. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Because you're... Well, it's quite that age. Yeah. And it was, it was from, the, from that era, and they all jumped on board. Yeah. This is a successful morning, but the musicians know that the afternoon session in oncology will present a very different environment. For a musician, the, 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 the normal role for a musician, if you like, is, is to go out on stage or go out somewhere and you perform for an audience. You perform and you, you, you demonstrate you know, your technical expertise or whatever it happens to be. In a hospital situation, you're, you're playing for and with one person. It's, it, it's, it's, it's a big, big change you have to make. You know, it's a huge change. You know, nobody claps... It's not your performance is about their music, so it, it's a completely different role than the normal role of a musician. So it does put pressure on you to, to completely to change the way you relate as a musician to your audience. I hope we can make a good connection with people and create a little bit of magic for them. And also, from my own point of view, I hope that, particularly in the oncology ward, that I can, um, you know, myself remain calm and relaxed and just tune into the atmosphere and, and find the right uh, contribution to make, you know. And, and again, if, if I feel I achieve that uh, today, I'd be very happy. When we quietly step on to the still and sombre oncology ward, the music slowly and gently begins to mesh with the beeps and whistles of the medical machines. Men and women look on curiously as they sit in large chairs receiving their treatments. I'm here in James's on the Oncology Day Award. I had my chemotherapy, my last session. <laughs> oh, it was nice to organise the music specially for me today. <laughs> It, I know, it must be, it's really enjoyable and it really passed because it's long out, five, maybe it could be six hours so it's a great di distraction, as I said I didn't look at my clock or I didn't <laughs> read my book or anything and Joe Duffy didn't get a look in either so <laughs> particularly in oncology, which is such a sensitive area. It is just, it's a privilege just to be in there. And, and it's also terrifying to be in there because it's such a private moment for people. And here you are arriving in, in my case, with a guitar, in Grania's case, with a cello, in Finn's case, with a guitar and voice as well. Same as me. And you go in there and you kind of, you start playing music, you make eye contact, you try and choose, you know, appropriate pieces of music, um, quality music, uh, 
you try hoping to connect with people, hoping to bring something into the environment that will just humanise it, that will maybe, you know, bring a smile to people's faces, just tune people into something other than the condition and uh, maybe just give them a little escape from that for a while. It was autumn 2011, and with their second week of training behind them, Liam, Finn and Gráinne emerged from St James's Hospital as a team. They had learned a lot on the wards. Tired, but also feeling buoyed by the experience, they looked forward to their next session together as a trio in Paris after Christmas. Tragically, that wasn't to be the case. Well, here I am back in Paris. And it's training week number three. And uh, since training week number two, just the unbelievable has happened. Um, Finn has suffered a, a head injury from an accident and he is hospitalized back in Ireland. And when I heard the news before Christmas, I was just completely gutted. He's in a coma and it's a very difficult time for his family, for his wife and for his friends and his fellow musicians, his fellow hospital musicians. News of the accident came as a shocking blow to everyone involved. The fact that this could happen to such a dynamic person was all the more difficult to comprehend given Finn's history in this area. Throughout the weeks, each of the musicians had been recording their own audio diaries to document their thoughts and progress throughout the training. Now, with Finn in a coma, these diaries took on a new meaning. This has been the journey for me for the last uh, two years. and In fact, it goes longer than that. Before I came home, I worked with a brain injury victim. Um, it was very, very ironic because um, Finn had come into the whole idea of music and health through helping and working with, with a man who was in a similar predicament in the USA some years previously. I ended up um, being a musical companion, to make a short story of it, with a man with a brain injury who, which left him with various cognitive problems and motor skill problems and um, meant he, he couldn't coordinate himself in the world. I was able to tap into the fact that he had a musical ability uh, to facilitate another way for him to look at his situation. And now here was Finn, who had who was uh, dedicating his life uh, uh, to bring music to people who were in very challenging uh, circumstances, uh, medically, physically, emotionally, and all of a sudden uh, Finn is, is, is the patient. But here was somebody who took it and found a way to redefine his life. And he ended up having quite an effect on my life, which has led me to Paris 2011, um, where I want to continue in this work. When I walked into the hotel here in Paris today, um, the only ever time I spent here in the hotel was with Finn, and, and I expected to see him sitting at reception. I expected to see him online in reception, checking his email, and um, meeting him in the lifts, meeting him for a beer. So... I just 
just trying to face face into this week with the with all that. But Finn himself is such an incredibly positive person that I'm just drawing on that this week to focus myself and to be positive and uh, to do what Finn would do in this situation and just give 100% to the training and to the challenges before us as part of the training. So the path is still open in front of us and we're moving on to the next stage. I do want to be able to be a trainer. I do want to be able to encourage other musicians to go down this road. There you go. That's all I'm going to say for now, uh, except to say uh, it's a good day. Uh, the week started off a little shaky, but we um, we battle on. Okay, talk to you later. I didn't think at this stage in the training of this it would be be so close to home. Um, even moving forward with the programme, I don't know, will Finn be back at all for the rest of this year in the training? I hope he is, um, but it's just we just don't know. Um, but all I can do for a colleague right now in this situation is to go in and play music. With heavy hearts, Liam and Grania carried on with their training. While keeping Finn in the forefront of their minds, they prepared to take the leap into the role of trainers. Sorry, Liam, just on that note, could you ex- yeah. just um, what is the, the setup? Good, yeah. Like, what are we kind of talking about exactly? So tomorrow, we're talking about bedsides. It's geriatric. Okay. So it's it's largely a geriatric setting. And what's our format then going to be? Is it like me and like you kind of thing, or how is it working? It'll be um, two teams of two. Okay. Grania will be with one okay. duo and I'll be with another you duo. Can give the team okay. Now. Yeah, yes, can give yeah. The, yeah. Be right, here I am back in Dublin at the beginning of week four. It's Sunday night and uh, eight o'clock. Myself and Grania have seen Finn a couple of times in the last few weeks because between week three and week four, any time we had to meet to get together and plan for week four and talk about things we uh, we met um, in Tullamore so we could we could include Finn talk to him tell him what we were doing and, and of course play some music for him and it was nice just to touch base with him on the eve of week four I kind of feel it's a it's a it's a ma- major milestone in, in, in this journey following a series of workshops and with four musicians in tow the graduation from trainee to trainer was almost complete. We remembered Finn the whole way through. He has a great uh, body percussion uh, exercise, and so we call it now, I've called it Fizzy Finn. So everywhere we've been training since and during the exercises, that's one of So we feel we've bring, we're bringing him with us through the whole journey. So it's a big, big week. Uh, because you know it's it's the real thing we will be in the role of trainers uh, we will be in the role of you know bringing musicians into a ward uh, so 
that is the format and it's as I said going live this week here in St James's in Dublin it's a big day for everyone involved in the training and Ashley Roach from Music Network is there to see the new team at work there's two levels of preparation one is engaging with the hospital or the healthcare setting, whatever it may be. Um, so going in and meeting with nursing managers and managerial staff, introducing this idea, what they're going to do, and you know, building building a genuine relationship of trust. Because at the end of the day, a musician, just because they're carrying an instrument into a healthcare environment, they are still a stranger. They are still for someone who's feeling vulnerable and unwell. This person is still a threat. So they need to the musicians need to build a relationship of trust with staff that they understand what it is they're going into that they appreciate the environment they appreciate the vulnerability of people involved uh, and they appreciate the busyness if you like of the staff as well and that they are there to complement that and in no way obstruct that relationship is vital that is absolutely vital this is a long-term care unit of the hospital With brightly painted front doors on each of the wards, the musicians are stepping into the homes of these patients. Arriving at lunchtime, the gang receive a warm welcome from all. Very good, very good, thanks. Hiya. Hello, musicians here. Lovely, lovely. This is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. How are you? And Linda is with us as well. And you know Ashling? I do indeed. And Liam. My name is Trish and I work here in St James's with Carity Elderly and um, really enjoy working with Carity Elderly but I do notice that with our ladies music makes a huge difference to them. It's the one thing when patients have a lot of cognitive impairment they can't communicate it's the one thing that makes them brighten up really enjoy themselves. It's, it's amazing you know like I, I work as a musician in hospital and yet every time you observe somebody else and their interaction in a ward situation it's amazing all the stuff that's happening how people are responding how people are relaxing how people are smiling hello there ladies Having a rest, having nice and relaxed. Yeah, yeah. And even a lot of the clients, you know, some of them maybe can't really respond to us, but yet you can see that in some way the music is is touching them and is is helping them. This lady loves Vera Lynn, don't you love Vera Lynn? She loves Vera Lynn. Her husband was in the war. Well, with communication difficulties, we'd have a couple of ladies who wouldn't really communicate with you at all. So you see them opening their eyes when they hear the music, especially when it's like one-on-one. It's a huge difference. And it also makes them, you know, makes them brighten up and it might make them even sing. Some of them would sing along because they remember some of the songs, you know, and they'd sing along with them. And um, a lot of our ladies would have been involved in music over the time. There's been a few that are very, very active in music up until they came in here to our unit. It makes a change to the whole day. Like Depression and everything are a huge problem with care of the elderly, especially if they're not, you know, if they're not stimulated. Things 
like music really does it, especially with people who have a lot of cognitive impairment and can't have a, take part in things like bingo or activities like would normally be for care of the elderly. They wouldn't be able to take take part in, you know, cards or a lot of the things that could. So music is across the board. It goes for all all kinds. Definitely does makes it makes the day shorter for them. You're away, it's, I suppose, like being in jail in a sense, you know, you're away from things like culture. And for somebody to come into the room with a cello or with a, a voice, a guitar, a flute, you know, or even just a face to look at you and smile and uh, to talk to you and to sing for you, it, it's, it's extraordinary um, the impact that that has. And uh, being observing... Uh, my team today as well just only brings it home all the more you know, the work that we do As the music and healthcare training programme drew near a close there was time for reflection and a return visit to see Finn Nine months after his accident, Finn is slowly making progress. In the corner of a public hospital ward, Liam, Gronya and Finn's wife, Tamara, gather around to play for and with him. OK, we'll go by you, Finn. Yeah. OK. Now, Finn, I'm going to move your hand onto the strings. You can let go. There, now you can touch the strings. Yeah. That's, that's horrifying. Just as Finn had used an instrument to help his injured American friend... Now, Liam and Gronia do the same for him. You feel the vibration of going through the strings, uh, Ben. You ready? You can okay. count me in. Yep. Did you hear that? Yep. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay, we'll go by you, Ben. Um, Finn's delight in seeing his fellow musicians is shown in the bright smile which spreads across his face. There's a glint in his eye as Liam places a guitar in his hand and he slowly manoeuvres his fingers to a familiar position on the strings. Take the guitar again then as you did the last time. You can do that. Because I know the fingers are rich and it will go there. Uh, I think, to be honest with you, you know, after, after what happened, Finn, um, I remember saying to another colleague, uh, Joe Philpot, another musician in healthcare, who had worked with Finn on the other European project and myself, and I said to Joe, I can't face into, you know, module three of this process. I just can't face into it. And, and, and I remember Joe very wisely saying to me, look, why don't you just dedicate this module to Finn? and go and do it and put that in your mind and because he wouldn't like to see you pulling out, you know. Great words of wisdom at a time when I was kind of in, in a bit of emotional chaos and that sealed it for me. Then I kind of thought, OK, yeah, Finn was, you know, he's really into this. This is what he wanted us all to do. So I've got, I've got to go ahead with this, you know, so. This training is complete, but Music Network are working now to bring this approach around the country. On a personal level for me, it's been a privilege a real privilege to work with musicians of extraordinary calibre, to engage with healthcare contexts, uh, with the hospital who put faith and trust in us when they could have said, you know, we have more important things to do. They put their patients' well-being first by allowing us in the door. And in my experience, that's an extraordinary endorsement 
of the level of care in healthcare professionals that they trusted us that we would deliver when we said we would deliver that we didn't interfere when we said we wouldn't interfere that we would focus on their patients their clients their residents in a appropriate manner in a caring manner in a creative manner and that their choice would be paramount and I've been heartened by their commitment to this by making the time when they are under so much pressure that's the idea now this thing's kind of nuisance and in your yeah, way yeah we have a little bit of a gadget on your finger there Tamara's just sorting it out there okay. now yeah just to get the feel yeah you have it just to get it's the so feel natural. there isn't mm. it yeah it is absolutely natural yeah <laughs> good man Finn that's it that is it my friend the trio are back together for today but each one has a different yeah. journey to make and the fingers there then yeah just to get the the feel of the finger on the string as Finn prepares to travel to the UK for rehabilitation Liam and Gráinne are now working on new projects to ensure that Ireland's hospital corridors are filled with live music just uh, how about we put in a nice song? I know another favourite of yours is the Coolin. Oh, yeah. You used to always play this with me. So I'm relying on you now. Don't let me down. At least I might get some more right notes of this than the last song. <laughs> <laughs> so we do a version of the Coolin. Yeah, just, just... And you can make your own music along there with me. How about that? Good. Wow, Excellent. yeah, that's it. Now, wow. he's in. He's in. Nice one, Finn. and indeed our colleagues everybody had kind of looked into the whole idea of comas and the appropriateness of music now in Finn's life that he would be on the receiving end and that we could in some way offer our music uh, as a stimulation as something to, to, to help him in his predicament made me stronger in a way knowing that this is definitely this is what I wanted to do and of course the reactions of the nurses the patients the families it, it says it in itself and um, it's so worthwhile it it has brought home to all of us that this is not about us and them we are all fragile we are all potentially going to be one day in maybe the need of the medical profession um, and maybe we all need someone who will recognise the well-being who will recognise the person and bring the music Instead of improving, and she's getting better, Finn. Oh, it, it has taken a year, Finn. It's taken nice a year. The cooling. Good tune. <laughs> 